Mephiston's Gilded Dong. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Are you sure? By the spotted penis of Hephaestus. You know, god of the forge. Yeah. Is it spotted because he just kept dripping metal? It's, it's um, you know, like when you add water to um, any sort of molten metal and it just explodes? Yeah, I'm it's familiar that. with that You're forging way. technique. Cockeyed. Yeah, I'm familiar. Pull that. <laughs> Let's go like this. Give it a little righty-tighty. Mm-hmm. Switch this over to the sideways. That'll do her. All right. Perfect. Yeah. It's Just okay. like I planned. It's okay. That's, it's... A, that's a minute. We're done. Okay, cool. Perfect. Well, thank you guys. Nope. No thank you. Oh, rude. I always say please and thank you. No, I don't do that. I know. You you failed please hospitality is, please 101. Please is unnecessary. Is it, though? Unless you want something. I please guess. seems like you really... You don't, tr- you don't think that your connection with someone is enough for them to do it without you saying please. Hmm... Well, that is one way to look at it. Another way to look at it is this request will not be um, a negative to that relationship with that person. Debatable. Both are. Negative. Both, Both are, are negative? negative. Both Negatively are debatable. Negative on negative action. That's a new quality. Negatively debatable. Negatively debatable. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I like it. Yeah. Yeah. It'll That's stick. Good for tabletop or any RPG game. <laughs> Pretty it's much everything. you can take. <laughs> Negatively debatable. <laughs> All conversations eventually end up with, eh, yeah, yeah well, whatever. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you have your opinion, I have mine. <laughs> Every conversation ends lackluster. All diplomacy skills are made at plus five, mm-hmm. but there is never a positive or negative outcome. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> that's the. Slightly neutral. That's what it does. Yeah. Perfect. Great. Grand? No. Wonderful. Everyone on the bus. <laughs> no yelling on the bus. Cowboy butts drive you nuts. Sometimes. All the time. Let's um <laughs> do an intro. Why? Mm. <clears throat> we have to. So people know what we're talking about. Nobody knows what we're talking about. <laughs> we don't know. That's what we do here is limited planning is what we do. Blather. Welcome to the Legend of Things. Welcome to episode 55 of The Legend of Things. Thanks. You're welcome. I'm Sean. <laughs> I'm Jonathan. And uh, we are here to talk about stuff and things. Mm-hmm. Media, games, movies, TV shows. Yeah. And action other. figures. <laughs> cats. Mm-hmm. Or they talk to us. Avocados. Yeah. Avocados are a very important topic of conversation here. Whatever comes up. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm um so yeah so what's up man not a whole lot mm. a lot of busyness yeah it's been busy as per usual lately and then non-busy time has been filled with mass effect yes me too so that's that's exciting mass effect yeah earth got put on hold mm-hmm. until uh, mass effect's done which i don't expect will be anytime soon it's a long game so far yeah i'm thinking so because a lot of backtracking yeah, I've unlocked one cryopod out of like 28, I think there is, or 27. Yeah, I have one. Yeah. You get and one for the first exactly. station, right? Yeah. And I'm like 22, 23 hours in. Yeah. So that's a thing. That is a thing. Mathematically, not even close. Not even a little. If that is a gauge. Um. So let's talk about Mass Effect in detail. Let's talk about Mass Effect. So what are your, uh, what are your thoughts after playing it for a, a little over a week? Okay, so... Initially, of course, we've heard the uh, 
all the fun stuff about it from people talking on Reddit and Polygon and all that stuff. Yes. Where they're like, oh, the animations are garbage and blah, blah, blah. We hate the game. Yeah. 7.5. And uh, <laughs> We hate the game. <laughs> B plus. Yes. Uh, after playing it, I... I have another mixed bag here sure. because I really enjoy playing the game, mm-hmm. but the game tries to make me not play it yeah. frequently. I agree. Which, they're not like big issues. There's a lot of really small issues that are, they seem to be only there to hamper the player. Yeah. And it's really, really unfortunate. I think there's a lot of obvious gates like um, and sinks. That they could have yes. done a better job hiding. Oh, easily. Um, the biggest overall, one. I do like playing the game. Yeah, me too. I mean, I think combat is fun. Um, I don't think there's enough of it so far, which I think <laughs> is interesting. Hmm. Um, I've been playing on hard, and so I have to redo combat, or I had to redo combats fairly frequently because, yeah. god damn it, people kick my ass all the time. Yeah. But after i got to the really cool weapon upgrade system right i was finally able to design a weapon that fit my current play style mm. and was extremely effective for what i'm fighting against at the moment yeah so after i was able to get that actually accomplished i went from like loathing combat to finally getting engaged with it. it's like yeah i built this weapon i'm kicking ass with yeah. it this is fun yeah well, and like, just I'm playing on mm-hmm. normal sure and i think the combats are are fairly easy there seems to be some weird like bullshit glitches where my teammates will just die oh that's not good like both of them i'm like i'm fine no <laughs> one's really shooting at us uh-huh. and you're both dead and i had to run mm. back and get them i'm like that was weird that's awkward i think it might have been like a zoning thing or something oh i see but um so i just got to the gate where you can do your, your weapon upgrades mm-hmm. and it's just like inquisition it's just like um mass effect inquisition <laughs> uh dragon age inquisition sure with the, how you create weapons and stuff like that yes it's exactly the same but um it's cool like i made this really cool pistol mm-hmm. and i have it and it's like i can't use it because i'm at this weird middle part between anything happening oh and it's yeah. like go go to your go back to your old planet to do something I'm like cool so i did and they're like oh you can't go there the radiation's too high yep yep so just don't tell me that and maybe give me the mission later mm-hmm. like you put other so to extrapolate a little bit yeah um missions they give you and they're like go do this and if it's not available yet it'll say on hold yes right so sometimes. sometimes when you're waiting for what seems like an npc to do something right which means you just haven't hit that portion of the story yes yet. so it's like why don't do that for all the other fucking missions too mm-hmm. and not just some yeah it should say once the radiation clears return to the zone yeah go set up the radio transmitter yeah exactly so i'm like cool like do i have to find a way to zip around this radiation and mm-hmm. do it? And i like, tried and it's like hey you just die yeah like cool yeah you die real quick so dumb yeah um that's the one thing that i do respect the game for doing though is the pacing uh not a lot of games go for like two hours of complete combat and then two to three hours of zero combat yeah i and i I enjoy that it sends you into the fray on a planet but then you still have to sort of debrief see what your effect was on the nexus and just sort of talk to everybody engage what's going on turn in all your quests figure out what you need to do next yeah and it's just a weird little mix that or I guess I should say, uh, not a mix. Yeah. <laughs> that it's a uh, complete lack of mix. Yeah, that I find refreshing mm. in an odd way because it makes me, once I get into the shit, whether it's in combat or into you know talking you with everybody. Yeah, and it makes me say, oh, okay, I really you know want to get back out there. Yeah, I want to get out there with my team and start crushing. Try this new weapon I made. Find some new resources. Gonna yeah, go explore for sure. 
it's a it's it's a nice it's change. weird like i'm kind of on the fence about it because and and granted i haven't played one of the older mass effects in a very long time true but i don't remember them being paced out this way mm-hmm. um and it's actually a challenge for me because like i don't have a lot of time to play games mm-hmm. and if i turn it on and i'm like cool like i just finished this planet like oh i have to talk to everyone oh i have to go to the station mm-hmm. and i'm like it's been two hours yeah like i'm gonna go to bed now yeah. i haven't done anything or it's like, oh, I got this gun. I just bought enough beryllium to make mm-hmm. it or whatever. And yep. then I go craft it. And then I have to go back to my ship to equip it. Because there's no awkward. fucking loadout screens. Yeah. You can't manipulate your inventory when you're not on your ship. Mm-hmm. Which, to me, doesn't make any sense. It's another awkward gate. It's and like there's really a lot. unnecessary. There's a lot of those in the game. But then it also lets you change your loadout before you go into like dungeon sections. Yep. Nowhere near your fucking ship. Correct. So it's like... Why are you doing this to me? Don't know. Why are you doing this? There's um, weird things like that. It's just complete. It's like somebody didn't play through it without knowledge of the game itself, and yeah. they they didn't get like initial feedback. It's like it's okay, weird. this is a weird sticking point. Why do I have to do it this way? They're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, let's just make a little quick fix, and there it is. It's strange. It's like when you start up the game for the first time, and you're sitting there. It's Mass Effect Andromeda, sitting there. Press the X button to continue. And then if you just sit there, sure, that's fine. You get yeah. to listen to the music, which is rad. I love good. Mass Effect music. It's uh, always been good. It is. I, I like that it was entirely developed of uh, the original music designer's love of uh, the song Love on a Real Train. Okay. From the 80s. Okay. It was in Risky Business. Okay. It's a really good song. <laughs> All right. But if you listen to that without knowing what it is, just search Love on a Real Train. Yeah. You would swear that it is a Mass Effect soundtrack. Sure. Mm-hmm. It is not. But that is how they base the music. Yeah. But if you just sit there at the main menu screen before hitting X, you would assume that the game would immediately begin connecting you to the internet services of, that the game provides so you right. can get into multiplayer. Instead, when you hit X, it brings you to the main menu. Then it starts trying to connect you to the internet, which yeah. you're obviously already connected to because yeah. PlayStation's always on. And then it makes you sit there between 5 to 15 seconds just to connect. It's EA servers. It is. Yeah. But you can't start a single-player game and be online or a multiplayer game until that 5 to 15 seconds is complete. Yeah. So you have to sit there literally idling at the main menu before you can do a single thing within the game. Right. And that is horrible. It doesn't bother me that much. It bothers me a ton. I know. And it's just, there's a lot of little things like that that just add up. I tend to just start things and walk away, though, because mm-hmm. I'm usually, like, trying to multitask so I sure. can get as much time to game as possible. So I'll, like, start everything, get it ready, go do, like, feed the cats or mm-hmm. whatever, and then come back. And I'm like, Meh. Sure. For so. me... It was different. Yeah. I started up the game. I hit X, ready to go. I look for multiplayer so I can jump in and try to learn how to play. Mm. You can't play multiplayer. You're not connected to the internet. Yeah. Okay. I hit do, single player. Do that. I go into single player. It starts loading. While I'm loading, tells me, you cannot connect to online. You won't be able to do these things. Right. And I'm like, okay, how do I back out? I can't. I have to wait until the super load screens go, until all the dialogue is done, to actually quit out of the game. Yeah, that's dumb. And then sit back at the main menu, wait for that 5 to 15 seconds until it clicks online mm. and then finally hit single player so I can play single player. Yeah. It's stupid. It's a lot of weird little things like that that just Yeah. It's frustrating. Yeah. Also, the change weapon button in multiplayer, mm-hmm. not the same as in single player. Another thing. What the fuck? Getting into the Nomad 
triangle. Yeah. Getting out of the Nomad. Circle. Yeah. Turns out if you hold triangle, you actually void back to your ship. You teleport back to space. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. After my entire jaunt out on the first Uh, planet. It's like, okay, yeah, clearly the button to activate everything in the game is going to change when I just want to get out of the Nomad. I don't know what the fuck that's all about. Right? Because circle doesn't do anything when you're in the Nomad. It's bizarre. I don't know. I don't get all these little things. Like the mission selection... It's a series of folders that you can't track multiple missions simultaneously. Yeah. Objectives won't pop up sometimes if they're not being tracked. Yeah, for your scan stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And there's just so many weird things that just don't make sense. Yeah. But that being said, it sounds like I'm super negative about the game now. Right. I really like playing the game. Yeah. But when the game lets me play the game. Exactly. And I think that's that's really the sticking point for this. And I, I still think it's a good game. I'm I agree. still enjoying it. Yeah, 100%. Um, <clears throat> it well, makes me... Yeah, it makes me appreciate mass effect 2 and sure. 3 a lot more um not one though i liked one i didn't like the mako i love the mako i did i got 100 percent on one i fucking sure. played the shit out of it <laughs> but man the mako parts especially going back for new game plus mm-hmm. were the worst mm. but they had fun little cool stuff in one that like this game doesn't seem to have yep. where like for example you'd go to a planet and you go in this base and you activate a console. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And a guy's like, ha ha, got you. And you're like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> I don't know who you are. And he's like, what? And he threatens to blow up the base, mm-hmm. tries to blow up the base with you in it. I, and I don't see that happening in this. No. It's like the writing is. Um, it's formulaic, I guess. But that's just weird. That was one of the off planets, right? That you'd scan and it's like, yeah. hey, you should go visit this. There might be something there. And you would go to like uh, one of, I don't know, six layouts mm-hmm. in mass effect one true you know it was like a warehouse yep. and you would go in and there'd be crates everywhere on some sort of landscape yeah yep and it was what you expected and you got really interesting content true and in this it's like hey check it out it's open world you're like okay cool mm-hmm. and there are some interesting content and is are there is some sure. interesting content but um it's very stilted yeah, and like even, even when you want to scan planets. I think in the first game, it's been a long time since I played it, granted, you could highlight over a planet, and then it's like, you want to scan it? And you hold a button, and you start to scan. And it's like, hey, we detected something in this sector. You yeah. know, scroll around, try to find it. Sort of similar to what you do to mark probes in this one. Right. To find resources and interesting points of location. They streamlined that, they but didn't. they made it less fun. They increased the load times, because every time you try to zoom in on the planet, you have to wait for a full load screen, where you go back to where your ship is, you warp over to a new planet, and then you need to wait until the planet itself loads with this really weird, like, side camera where you can yeah. kind of see the planet. side planet. Yeah, you can see the side of it and look out into space, which is kind of neat thematically. Kind of neat the first few times. Yeah, but after it takes 10 seconds yeah. minimum every time you want to zone to a different planet just to maybe scan it for a single resource. Right, yeah. Not and cool. For, the like, the 80 aluminum you get off of it. Yep. And then you go down on an actual planet you can go to, and you get... 80 off every node you find pretty much cool yeah um but yeah overall it's good i mean we, we definitely have gripes um, of course and i think course. as the game goes on maybe it'll balance out or the scales so. will tip the complete other direction and we'll be like this is garbage i don't know but like i already have my power suite like i don't see myself changing mm, sure you know? like i don't want to switch my class yeah and stuff the, like that the loadouts are weird because it's the class socketing design isn't as open as i'd want yeah it's very um 
choose your job yeah and choose job choose things that work with that job yeah choose three things you're always going to level those up when you have the points because of the accelerating costs of each one Mm -hmm. every time you level you're going to have maybe barely enough points to increase one yeah so you're not going to be able to afford to branch out, which is unfortunate. You're going to be forced to specialize. Yeah. Same thing with your companions. Like, they have a lesser tree. Their tree sucks. So they're guaranteed to take paths yeah. because they get a lesser amount of skill points per level, too. And, yeah, and I really don't like that. Yeah. I don't like how they set up their companions in this. Mm-hmm. And as, like, we talked about <clears throat> a couple days ago or whatever. Like, you can't load out your group anymore. Yeah. You can't change their weapons. You can't change their gear. Mm-hmm. You can't even change their look, as far as I know. I think that's correct. You can do helmets on, helmets off. Oh, can you? That's it. Okay. Um, And that kind of bums me out. Sure. Like, that's something I really appreciate, and I really like doing in the Mass Effect series, and um, also in Dragon Age. Mm-hmm. You know, you could choose how you spec people, like, in more ways than saying, like, you get a tank power yeah and use or it whenever you, you want plus 50 percent to shields and health yeah and it's like cool yeah you know but like also in the other other games you could choose you could tell them when to use their abilities mm-hmm. not something you can do in this one nope which seems like a weird move an odd simplification to be sure yeah because like combat is not so hectic that you can't uh on hard it gets kind of crazy sure but i mean it's not balanced on it's not true the game shouldn't be skewed towards hard, right? The main issue is that all the AI seem to have the same timing triggers. Oh. So they whenever... Shoot at the same time? Yeah. They change targets at the same time, too. Okay. So it's like, hey, uh, all my allies are engaging these people. I'm going to run in there while everybody's distracted. And they're like, nope, yeah. you're dead. For so sure. So it's an odd odd system. Yeah. Well, it's like I started with like um, the Vanguard or... Not Sentinel? The, sent- the one that's soldier that's battle and psionics because i want to do melee stuff mm, sure and like i started doing it and it's just not super effective mm-hmm. and i switched to all biotics sure so because it's because it's fun yeah but now there's no <laughs> reason for me to ever put points into something else that's the problem and it's like for for one example in the biotics tree barrier is a power you get once you put enough points into it mm-hmm. and barrier increases your shield like a bunch okay and it increases based on how many points you have in the biotic tree as sure. a whole. Okay. So it's like a whole percentage tree. per. Yeah. And also you get abilities as you spec into it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, even if I have extra points, like I'm just going to throw them into little onesie twosie shits just above my fucking barrier power. Yep. Like I don't, unless I, I'm going to specialize in pistols. So I put points in battle for that, mm-hmm. but that's it. <laughs> you know, like there's no reason. Sure. Like I took grenades. I started putting points in grenades and it's like. If I'm not going to get all the points that buff it and stuff, it's really not. Yeah, that's fair. It's not worth it. You know what I do like, though? But Some of the uh, the companion dialogue. Just not in battle. The space or uh, ship stuff? Yeah, just talking to the companions. There's still some good writing there. Which There's some okay writing. I think... Um, I agree. Um, I definitely don't feel super connected to any of these guys just mm-hmm. yet. They're new. Sure. I mean, and it's hard coming off of a, a three-game series that oh, I was yeah. like... In love wildly with. invested in yep. and i loved all the characters and had this long 200 plus hours of like unique play of course with these characters yep. you're you know? familiar and with my shepherd who is you know a goddamn hero <laughs> um so yeah i mean i haven't forged those bonds with, sure. these, with these guys they all seem very generic well for an example um the most interesting dialogue that i had was with uh suvi i think her name is 
She's the Irish girl that's your co-pilot? Suvi does have some interesting and very, like, ham-fisted dialogue. I suppose. There was a conversation with her about... She's a religious scientist. Yeah. And her conversation was about how her love of science forged her... uh, not forged, but reinforced her Bolsters. connection to her deity, mm-hmm. which I thought was really cool. And like going through my conversation tree, she rationalized it very well. And it's like, that's an interesting outlook yeah. that I wouldn't have expected to gain some insight on through playing the game. Yeah. So I was very glad to have had that. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think, I think that was really well done. I think the actual like, um, oh. ship people, the, uh, crew yeah. are much more interesting than your, battle companions that's possible so far yeah i do find some that are like the personality type that i'm going for yeah so it's like uh i don't remember her name P- oh, pb pb she's just the adventurous wants to explore a bunch of tombs and i'm like i want to do that too yeah. that sounds fun drac the uh Drac's cool the krogan the old, old super man. yeah super yeah. gruff old man krogan that just wants to you know he's fuck clint, shit he's up. The clint eastwood krogan yeah. yeah and i really enjoy that character i like i like drac mm-hmm. i mean i think um they're very stereotypical of their races right now in the in the universe. You know what's weird about that? I think that alone is the reason why they chose the voice actors for the intro to the game. To completely fuck you up? Yes. Yeah. Because the, uh, I don't remember what their name is, the guy that... Uh, the Solarian? Yeah, Solarian that was on Silicon Valley. Yeah. His voice, did not expect that to happen. It took me a while to adjust to it. Yeah, the very soft British female krogan voice yeah completely unexpected and it's just like also i didn't know she was a girl at first oh i thought she was just a super effeminate krogan i'm like they're really fucking swinging for the fences on this they did swing for the fences at the very beginning but it's a girl like intentionally yeah it's weird like i can't tell if it's like cool like a forward agenda or if it's just like crowd it's lip service (sighs) like fans want this let's put it in i think well, I don't know. I, I can't jump into their head, but it feels like lip service just because everything that you would expect from those starting characters is right the away. exact opposite, yeah. and it just feels so intentional. And then they flip it, and they make all your people you can take into battle the yeah carbon almost the carbon copies of their counterparts in the original Mass Effect trilogy. That's a fair fair point. I mean, the um, PB mm-hmm. is a Asari scientist um obsessed with ancient cultures mm-hmm. which is liara there you go and you even talk you have recordings from liara on your dad's office too just to <laughs> let you know like hey remember liara it's like yeah i fucking remember oh liara. right that was sure there's too much reading i i skip over the emails yeah i just go um, for the voice that's video. not in the email it's an actual audio log oh is it yeah oh don't worry about it i don't listen either <laughs> um and then we have the battle weary krogan which mm-hmm. of course that's a krogan that's what sure. you expect um we have like a suave, like super cool um, Garrus. What's what are they called? Oh, Turian. Turian, yep. And then. Yeah, she's cool. I like that character too. Yeah. And then we have um, Sexy Human Biotic, which is uh, yep. Miranda from 2. Yep. And then you have. Except she uses a shotgun instead of a pure biotics. Yeah. But she's good at yeah. both. And she's an Asari Commando, which mm-hmm. I thought was an interesting. Yeah, that was a weird spin. Thing. Um, for that and you can talk to her a lot about being a huntress or whatever mm-hmm. and then you have liam who is tech guy he's not a tech guy he's sold i think he's straight soldier isn't oh he? i thought he was tech and soldier because he has a grenade for sure yeah his unlock i think he has he has some special ground slam melee and a grenade mm-hmm. and i think his third thing that you have to unlock it may be a tech one ah, okay but he's basically i don't know he's kind of jacob to me a little Mass bit effect too sure 
You know, and it's like, mm. or Ashley. He's probably more Ashley. I don't remember who Ashley was. Ashley is like the normal soldier in the first game, and then in the third game she comes back. I didn't play the third. She's the only other human specter in, well, in that mm, timeline. Okay. But sure. apparently Alec, your dad, was a specter too. Oh. Because he has N7 armor. That's true, he does. So. Here's my question. Okay. Was the game partially funded by SpaceX? No, but I believe they said they took a lot of inspiration. Okay. From that, because you can read like the history of mm-hmm. getting to sure. Mass Effect technology, and it's pretty similar. Well, they have a SpaceX rocket that's in your living quarters. Yeah, and that's supposed to be the first one that went to Mars or whatever, okay. or maybe not Mars, but it's well. So basically, the 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 history is mm-hmm. we went to Mars, we found basically plug and play technology from an ancient alien race yep. that forwarded our technology thousands of years yeah. and then from there we explored the rest of our universe reached the edge of it and we ran into i want to say the asari or something like I that i think that's correct and then we got in a big war with the turians mm-hmm. and then everyone was happy yay <laughs> i like happy endings. the reason i ask is because that spacex rocket threw me for a loop i was like maybe they did invest in this you know maybe they, seems... maybe they did but I, I thought they just took a bunch of um nods from it but two days after no three days after mass effect came out uh tesla dude elon musk oh the brain thing yeah he shows up and he's like hey i want to merge uh the human brain and ai yeah you know kind of like mass effect andromeda what they're going with their main story he didn't say that no it was just you know (laughs) circumstantial yeah it's just like this seems very similar i just played it they spacex rocket he's like hey this game blah 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 he didn't say it uh (laughs) i want to do the same thing that's in this game that's kind of neat yeah hmm Maybe maybe that's where he's actually going. Maybe he's just using it as an opportunity to drum up more interest in his business. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe both. I mean, he, he just announced he's going to fund this thing, basically. Yeah. So it's a company he either acquired or mm-hmm. or whatever. And the, I mean, he goes hard on the stuff he buys. He does. So, And I'm totally down for this because Deus Ex fanatic. Let's just go into full shadow run. I'm mode. ready for augmentation. Yeah. But I want the happy augmentation. I you want, want dogmentation. I don't want shadow run augmentation. I do. That's just the dark age. And then everyone just looks stupid. It's <laughs> <Just laughs> dumb. Yeah. Well, I take it back. I'll take Shadowrun if magic comes back, too. Sure. And I have magic. You don't get to have magic. Maybe. Nope. You're already an adult. I don't think it matters. Oh, that's right. God we get it. nothing. The best we could do is robot arms. <sighs> Guess I'll have to Good get case. some <laughs> Bioware installed. Yeah. God damn it. Get all chromed out. Yeah. Um, chromed out with the living tissue. Oh, you want the Bioware? Mm-hmm. It's more expensive, man. I know. <laughs> I'm going to have to make a lot of money just to get it. All those creds. Yeah. New yen. My cred sticks. Ooh, platinum. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so far, I mean, resources have been abundant, but not too abundant. I, I haven't been able to not get anything I wanted. Ah. I think that the tiering on the weapon upgrades is fucking stupid. The level requirements? Dumb. That was... I it's was not hoping that. that they got rid of them from Mass or <laughs> Inquisition. Yeah. Sure. I mean... <laughs> they got rid of most, yeah. but not for the blueprint. Well, there's blueprint the weird research. gates on the blueprints. Yeah. yeah. And it's like... It makes no sense because they're minimal improvements. Minimal improvements. It's like, hey, get the Sidewinder 1. I'm like, cool. And they're like, get level 5 and get yeah. the Sidewinder 2. I'm like, the damage goes up by 3. Yeah. What's the point? The I, point is the mod slots. Yeah. Like, that's where you actually get the change of weapons and where yeah. things get cool. Neat. Like you, And the mod slots are really interesting because they 
they didn't put a lot of different types of weapons in the game. Mm-hmm. They're like shotgun, assault rifle, pistol. Yeah. And usually there's two variants in each category. Yeah, there's an SMG at sometimes. Yeah. So, so there's like the the heavier assault rifle that bursts, then there's the single shot one, and then there's the super automatic one. Yep. Etc. Pretty much for each category. Pretty much. But then like one of the augments or mm, sockets you can plop in there is like, hey, it makes a grenade launcher. Yeah. Or like, hey, this one shoots enemy seeking plasma bolts yeah now. right and you're like okay like That's i'm on board pretty red or this one shoots a laser now and mm-hmm. you're like okay like <laughs> let's do it you know like that's cool those are the fun modifications that you get to do with and the i haven't weapons. tried any yet and and the thing is like i wish i could equip my fucking other people with things mm. so i could see like i could put one of them with it and i'm like yeah. well that's awesome true like i want that yeah, that'd make things way more interesting because then you could actually make some combat strategy with right? your companions. The fact that you can't like set up combos with them on purpose yeah. is super frustrating. That's true. Because they made this big emphasis on having these combo setups and breakers, whatever, or whatever they, they call, call them. combo breakers. I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, limit breaks. It's like <laughs> do, a, do a pull and then do a throw, mm-hmm. and it will just literally fucking huck someone to the moon. Yep. But like you have to do it yourself. Yeah. There's no synergy there. And it's kind of an interesting... It's kind of unfortunate, but yeah. it's why I built my character as I did. Because mm-hmm. I got the cryo beam and the energy steel, because it started with my class. Sure. And then it turns out that if you do cryo beam, or really cryo or incinerate, yeah. anything that pro- provides like a dot or a status effect, then you use the energy pull where you recharge your shields, it turns it's, it's a combo. Yeah. So it does a crazy amount of damage. That's good. So I can do it with myself, or sometimes uh, the enemy, or the allies, rather, yeah. will throw, like, a grenade, and that triggers it sometimes. But there's no control. So well, yeah, it's, like, it's awkward. I had my build going a certain way, where I was doing the melee teleport, mm. and then shockwave. And shockwave, you shoot, like, this big energy, boop, 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 in a straight line. Nice. And anyone who gets in, it gets thrown. Oh. Um, but not slowly, like, fast. And there's no synergy there. So mm. I'm like... I have to change now. Like, I put points in this, and now it just doesn't work. Yeah. You know, so I have to try other things. And then powers in the tree are like, hey, when you have people affected by biotics, Mm -hmm. it increases this X amount. And I'm like, well, none of this stuff (laughs) is, like, DOT or, like, crowd Mm -hmm. control. So I have to change that, too. Sure. And it's like, well, that's kind of silly. It's a little unfortunate. Because, like, they give you these powers that would be cool to have if you were another class. Yeah. So if I was, like an engineer and i'm like cool i'll do this and then i'll fucking shockwave this guy Mm -hmm. once they're frozen like that's cool but they made it so a lot of the powers within the tree don't necessarily work together yeah they make you branch yeah which is unusual it's weird it seems like they should have ample supply of both they either like over troubleshot this thing Mm -hmm. and like got so far that they're like we got to launch this and we don't want to touch it anymore Mm. or they didn't enough and it's the balance is, is a little weird sure but Still fun. I still love playing the game. I yeah. want to play it as soon as we're done. I want to play it, but I probably won't be able to. <gasps> Catastrophe. Dinner. <laughs> yeah. You don't need to eat. I do need to eat. Sustenances for the week. No, it's the opposite. Mm-mm. Yeah. Nah. Not having it will make you eat. Perfect. So what else? I don't know. What time are we at? I don't know. 31 minutes. Okay. What else do we got today? Spider-Man trailer. Oh yeah, it's interesting. It's good. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to it. You know why I want to see it? Michael Keaton. Yeah, as Birdman. Birdman Part Two. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's the the owl. I don't know. Or the he's the vulture. The falcon. He's a vulture. The golden eagle. He's the vulture. <laughs> I think based on that jacket with the big poofy collar, plasma thing. beak. Okay. No. We're done here. <laughs> <laughs> My 
might have been a Mega Man villain. Plasma Beak? Mm-hmm. It might have been the name of like the shot you got when you beat him. <laughs> Plasma Beak. <laughs> I'm going to shoot my beak at it you. It shoots like a beak out of your buster mm-hmm. and then plasma as well. <laughs> I don't know. It'd be a beak and then there'd be glowing orbs of plasma circling around it. Perfect. That sounds like what that would look What's like. What's the beak made of? Metal. Oh. It's a weird shaped bullet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get it. And it bites. I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> like that. It has a parrot tongue, too. Oh, gross. Yeah, it's not Those things are terrifying. They're gross. They're nightmare fuel. They're like, blah, 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 and they're all hard and weird. Yeah. Um, so Spider-Man looks okay. It looks all right. Um, I, I like I, the new Spider-Man. I like when him. When we saw him briefly in that other movie. In uh, Avenger, I mean, uh, Captain America Civil War. Yep, that one. So I'm, I'm interested that's, to that's see where his story goes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know much about Spider-Man. I just sure. know that his character was cheeky enough to be entertaining. You love cheeky and characters. Michael Keaton is great. Yeah. That's All it. good points. Yeah. All good points. Although, I am worried that they, of course, showed too much in the trailer. Yes. It seems like we got every arc, with the exception of the final. Classic John gripe. Yeah, classic. That's it's going to happen with most every movie. It's just trailers now. You know what movie didn't have that? Alien. Yes, uh, we know. Yeah. Pulsing Egg. No, I'm going to go with Nocturnal Animals, which I, I saw, saw this weekend. I trailer for that. Yeah, me neither. That's why I didn't have it. Yeah. Because it doesn't exist if I didn't see it. Mm. That's me pointing to my head. You, I mean, you, you pointed your head after you said that's me pointing Memed to my it head. Out. <laughs> <laughs> I see. But that movie is really good. Yeah. If you want something that is uncomfortable but very powerful in your loins no opposite your butt <laughs> it's like the negative loin the unloin yeah oh you've been unloined now. <laughs> the tenderloin <laughs> highly her. suggest watching Pork or otherwise yeah you you have rave reviews it's just it's one of the only movies that i've seen in a while that has after i've watched it i've just sat there and thought about it so to segue into one of my points yes legion mm-hmm. i know that you haven't started watching it i haven't you fucking need to i will it is one of the, like the f- probably only shows i've watched in a very uh-huh. long time since like maybe and this there's no real equality between these two things it's sure. like justified Ooh. where it's like i'll be like relaxed and then i'll like sit up and like lean in and be like oh this really is very it interesting grabs your attention fully yeah i'm like okay. i need to like commit myself to what's going on sure here. And um, the season finale is tomorrow. Okay. I won't be able to watch until Sunday because that's when it comes up on Hulu. I'll watch the whole thing by then and then spoil it for you. That'd be great. Um, <laughs> and it's uh, it's just really good. Mm-hmm. It's really bizarre. And like the pacing is is really, really well executed. And nice. every episode ends on like a what the fuck. Really? Like it just kind of ends and you're like, oh. Oh, terrible. every time. And not, like, in a mean way or, like, a stupid, like, teasy way. Just, like, that's it? Like, I want more of this. Like the end of No Country for Old Men? Similar. Then I woke up. Yeah. What? (laughs) Cut to black. Yeah. So it's it's just really good. And all the acting, I think, is is good. It's Mm -hmm. a little over the top, I mean, for sure. Like, zany? There's some zany, but it's... It's you're dealing with someone who is literally crazy. Schizo, sure. Yeah. So how, how how do you mean over the top? He he acts big. Okay, sure. Um so grandiose. It's hard to say if that's too much or not mm-hmm. enough. It fits. So okay. I can't, you know, Got it works for me. Um last episode did a lot of really interesting things with like how they filmed it. 
Oh, okay. And just changing things around on you and just hmm. really being like, this is happening now. And you're like, what? Okay. Um, I don't want to throw anything out or spoil anything. Appreciated. But um, really good. Aubrey Plaza is amazing in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Jermaine Clement is in it. Who's that? From Flight of the Concords. Oh, okay. Sure. He's in it, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Iconic voice. There's some, yeah, there's some very interesting characters. Like one of the characters you run into, um, which ends up being a staple of the show, is like um, basically like Witch in uh, Suicide Squad. Oh, sure. Or Hunt Sorceress or whatever. Yeah, name whatever is. Her name was. And um, it's he's a man, and then there's a girl that lives in his body, basically. Like, and they're not magic. Is it like a Krang situation? No. Okay. So, like, they do the whole hand coming out of the sleeve thing. Oh, got it. Like that. I love and that And then part. she just pops out. Okay. And, like, they're intertwined. Like, they need each other all the time. It's how they work. Sure. Um, but he's aged normally, and she only ages when he, she's outside of his body. Oh. So she's a lot younger than him. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really interesting dynamic. Sure. You know, and, like, characterization is... That's really cool. It's really on point. I don't know if that's based on another Marvel character or not, mm. or if it's for the show, mm-hmm. but it... I think it's really interesting that's pretty rad yeah it's cool it's really good all right off top of your head first shows that come to mind top three shows of all time nah, that's tough man i know i don't know i can't do that top top of my head no no gotta go with x-files for sure of course of course you would i haven't seen enough x-files to say it's one of my favorite shows it was too formative for me it's like yeah you got it in a real crux time of, yeah of it's like growing. high school middle school i want to say school, yeah. but it's like the only show that i saw on tv that was over the top creative yeah. it's like what the hell why is this happening now this is so weird There's very few of mind those. blown yeah so that's definitely one of them game of thrones i'd probably have to throw up there just for the sake you of have, it's kind of like part of our like culture yeah but it's just it's so well done like it's such a good drama and while simultaneously being a fantasy show yeah which is very strong it's very low fantasy it is which is sometimes the best kind of fantasy. It makes things a lot more interesting. Game of Thrones for sure. God, I've liked so many shows. Mm-hmm. Top three is tough. Justified is definitely one of my top Justified's shows. Justified's real good. That second season of Daredevil. That was really strong. Was so good. And it's hard for me to think past, like, back far. Sure. I mean, you know, I'm, I have a good memory, but not for stuff like that. <laughs> uh, God, like, Luke Cage was so good. It was good. I really liked it. Yep. Uh, I mean, it's it's tough. <laughs> that's that's a hard one. Okay. Secondary question. Yeah. How'd you feel about uh... Iron Fist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, the name of it. So we finished watching Iron Fist, or uh, Vanessa and I, mm-hmm. um, yesterday or you know, the day before, something like that. And it was good. Okay. Passable. Okay. Um, I I think it was. The weakest of these Netflix Marvel series sure. so far. I thought the action was a little stilted and didn't look very fitting. It didn't mm. fit well. It wasn't choreographed well. I don't know if that guy is like... I mean, he's not a martial artist, mm, so okay. he's basically doing a dance, right? Sure. I don't know. I thought that was kind of whack. Um, Storyline ends on like a really shitty, dumb note, Aww. in my opinion. It's like a... It's not even a breadcrumb. It's like a fucking lit fuse (laughs) (laughs) to a bomb that's literally six inches away. Perfect. Um, Overall, I thought it was fine. 
It was a fine show. Okay. But I think the bar is very high. It is. For me, specifically for these Netflix shows, and I think for everyone, because we all, I think most people really enjoy them. It's, it's a golden age of TV right now. It's a golden age of not TV. And I think that's what makes this more interesting, is that these are independent companies that have a lot more free reign to do what they want and to do it the way they want to do it. Fair. Um, not cable. Not cable. Right. Not channel two through 11 yes you know this isn't the 29th <laughs> season of the fucking simpsons <laughs> um but yeah i mean like i think that's another top show of all time yeah simpsons, simpsons. is good um so strong i think luke cage is better mm-hmm. uh, i think jessica jones is better everything is better <laughs> than this this is the worst one <laughs> um i'm curious to see how they're gonna wrap everything together okay because everything happens chronologically too mm-hmm. so this happens after luke cage this happens after daredevil season I two see. presuming yeah um and then the defenders is the next thing to come out and mm-hmm. they tie everyone together okay and there's some recurring characters between the series rosario dawson is in each one of them sure and she pops up in this one and says some she's in it a lot actually. i'm a doctor yeah she's a nurse <laughs> or something she's an er nurse mm-hmm. so she's always just stapling people and crying and being quippy but it's kind um, of a jam yeah i thought like effects wise it was kind of weak there was one really cool part in the last episode and mm-hmm. i was like "Ooh, like this is neat and okay. i got excited and then that was it dreams dashed and now it's like that that's they're done Aww. with that part and then i thought the last fight was very lackluster sure and really to just spoilery i guess (laughs) um danny the main character doesn't really have a boss fight oh like there's he's involved in one and then it turns stupid and he doesn't really fight and then there's another one he's gonna fight a guy and someone's like no i'll fight him and you're like oh my god nice like you avoided two really cool potentially Mm -hmm. really cool fights (laughs) so it's it's kind of weird does the camera just cut away to him and a wall and you just hear the fights off in the distance luckily you get to watch the fights <laughs> okay um it's a little strange mm. it's okay though okay i mean i watched all 13 hours of it and i'm not furious so that's pretty impressive sure um i can tell you i'm probably not gonna watch it now i wouldn't okay i wouldn't i don't think you would like it oh interesting yeah hmm. maybe that'll make you watch it no <laughs> no that'll just make me watch legion Legion's so good. <laughs> I, I mean, it's so a good way to for me to wrap my head around this. Like, I would watch Daredevil season two again, mm-hmm. and I would watch Luke Cage again. Okay, I would not watch Iron Fist or Jessica Jones again. Mm-hmm. If you were forced to, I assume you'd pick Jessica, Absolute, Jessica Jones. Absolutely, absolutely. There you go. She's a very attractive woman. Ah, and and Luke Cage is in that. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. You got a twofer. It's a win-win. And Trinity and everyone else. <laughs> Trinity's in this one too. Trinity from the Matrix. Yes. Okay. She's a lawyer. Perfect. Um, I haven't else? seen her in very much. She's in these like crazy. Has she been in anything else notable since the Matrix? Not super notable. She's been in a bunch of movies. Okay. She's in Memento and stuff. Was that after the Matrix? I don't know. Jesus. You tell me. I can't do that. Time's probably, not my thing. Probably around the same time, and then they made more matrices. Yeah, those don't count. Those don't exist. All right, I forgot. Yeah. But the new one. What? They're making a new Matrix. So is Keanu in it? No, not that I know of. So what's interesting, John Boyega is being they're saying he's gonna be I don't know who that is. He's Finn from Star Wars. Oh, okay. Um I'm okay with this. Yes. And one interesting thing I read about this was that 
they took most of their inspiration from the Animatrix and oh. not the trilogy. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's very interesting because the Animatrix was one of the things I've watched that have made me focus in on it and really lean into it yeah. and be like, I want to know more about this. Mm-hmm. And that was way more interesting than anything they did in all three movies. Sure. Because it was these little vignettes and yeah. they told a little perfect little story. Of, Wrapped it all up nice. Of people that are in the Matrix that don't know, that break through just through sheer force of will and, mm-hmm. and you know shit like that. Or like kids playing in this house that they think is haunted mm-hmm. but it's not haunted the matrix is just broken there sure. so gravity doesn't work right and <laughs> it's like a computer glitch you're basically just fucking with game artifacts pretty much that's right. pretty rad right it's super interesting i need to watch that again i only saw it once a long time ago it's very good it's dated now for yeah. sure yeah but i'm okay um, with that conceptually i think it's it's really good the most interesting one to me was the runner it was this guy who's like an olympic runner and mm-hmm. something happens and he can't run uh, or, he, or he's running as fast as he can. He's doing, like, an Olympic race or something. And then, like, his leg blows out. Like, oh. it breaks. Something goes wrong. Mm-hmm. And he just doesn't fucking stop. Hmm. So he just wills through it. And sure. he runs faster than humanly possible. <laughs> and then, like, the end of it, they, like, jack him out and flush him out of the Matrix. Because ah. he's, like, seen the other side, yeah. basically. That's cool. It's really cool. Hmm. Uh, which is really the story I want in the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Like, after you go from street level to, like god level i don't care at the top <laughs> i want street level you know i want keanu reeves running around shooting guns at things not like karateing everybody mm. yeah yeah fair yeah you are a gun guy though but it was such a staple <laughs> of the first movie it was very much so and then everyone else is trying to gun everyone for the whole rest of every other movie and he's like i'm just gonna fly around and not look block things <laughs> and you're like dude we get it we get it <laughs> Oh, man. And how much more effective you would have been with any of those Berettas. Probably true. The, the hallway fight in the first one, he has like six. Yeah. He could have kept one. Yeah, you're not wrong. Hmm. I gotta fight all these Agent Smiths. I better... Very poorly CGI. Bring Agent a machine Smiths. gun. Someone <laughs> should reshoot that and just, just him mowing them all down with a machine gun. <laughs> and then they just move on. Uh-huh. Scene over. God, that'd be reasonable. <laughs> it would make more sense. <laughs> it'd be like Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like, man, what a great throwback to Indiana Jones. <laughs> people, oh. would, people would love it. Let's just mash the two other Matrixes together with the Crystal Skull. Just have like a super cut. Oh, Six man. hours. Do you just throw the green movie. filter on the whole thing? To yeah, just bring it all well. together. Yeah. <laughs> just every so often you just see those strings of letters and numbers coming down the screen. What if they redid the Matrix? One shot for shot, but with Shia LaBeouf. Playing who? Neo. What if he played Trans Agent Smith? <gasps> I'd probably lose my mind in the first five minutes. I would love it. <sighs> the fight would be tough. I wouldn't be able to handle it. It'd be great. It'd be like aneurysm creating. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be the name of the project <laughs> until it went to print. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Yeah. What else we got? Um, Destiny 2 came out with a teaser. That's true. Nathan Fillion's in it. Nathan Fillion. He's in the first game. He's the same character, Cade or whatever. I didn't play the first game. I got all. Cade. Okay. Is his name, I think. And he's a robot man. He is. But he's a snarky robot man. Yes, I appreciate that. He's Nathan Fillion with a robot skin. Yeah, he's he's Mal Reynolds' robot Destiny version. How could that go badly? It's perfect. And I guess, like, originally it was very flat. You know, Destiny came out, and they had this guy, who was Nathan Fillion. Mm-hmm. 
horribly underutilized uh, because very few lines, very few cool things. Sure. And then in one of the expansions, it revolved around that character. Oh, okay. And you got a lot of side banter, and mm-hmm. you got to do all that cool stuff, and everyone's like, hey, Destiny's an okay game now. Oh. And that was really when everything turned the corner. Interesting. For a lot of the Destiny community and people that were interested in it. Okay, so that's why he's front and center. Yeah. he's. And then, you know, they switched out Dinklebot mm-hmm. for Nolan North. Sure. And everyone loves Nolan North. That's not wrong. I mean, fucking Saints Row had, like, a joke about Nolan North <laughs> in uh, 4? I the think presidential one. No, that's three. Is it? I think so. Maybe. I don't know. It was no. Yeah, it was the one that we played a little <laughs> bit of. But Nolan North is a voice option. Mm-hmm. You can choose any of the different ethnic voices, yep. girl or Nolan North. Yep. Which is which is Too great. Good because he's a joke of himself. He's perfect. I don't know if he's a joke, but he's, he's okay with self self. Oh, uh, for sure. Deprecating for sure. humor. Absolutely. He knows his role and yes. he plays it well. But he's so iconic that that's yeah, where he's at. Absolutely. And he's okay with it. Yeah, he's great. Drake. There you go. So he... Um, My name's Nathan Drake. Isn't going to be in... Oh, shit. He isn't going to be in any of the other Uncharted's. Mm-hmm. So they um, announced they're making another one, but it will have no Nathan Drake in it. Womp womp. Womp womp. Catastrophe. Pretty much. That's mm-hmm. my second missed call from this random Lake Forest number today. Uh-oh. You're being hunted. It's weird. It's actually Trinity. She's like, we got to get you out of there. Yeah. And then I've got two. They're closing in on the apartment. Two calls from the same number in Beverly Hills yesterday. So oh, that's a like, good sign. What's going on here? Somebody's hecking the Gibson. I guess. Hmm. Um, yeah. That's it. That's all. I, whoa. And Chivalry's free on Steam right now. Oh, yeah. So if you haven't played it and you have a computer, I recommend it. Chivalry is a great substitute for For Honor. It's hilarious. It's one of the best and most comedic fighting games I've ever played. Ever. And my god, was that fun. Get your heart pumping. Yeah. I'll yeah. probably jump back on there just because it was so enjoyable. Yeah. A um, couple other last tidbits before we go. At last two is not banned in Australia. Because it was. Uh, off-screen sexual content. Yeah. Whatever their technical term was. It wasn't what I just said, but it was close. It was uh, violent sexual acts. It was like inferred. Inferred violent sex or something they have very specific rules in australia about yeah. their games but it's no longer banned it's not a rated x game anymore no it's just like r yeah i guess they have their own rating system they do peggy with, 18 oh man uh remember i think it was last week we talked about the game everything with yeah, the it's a weird one yeah it's got a nine right now on polygon and i'm gonna download it it's 15 bucks on the psn store and xbox store yeah so i'm gonna download it give it a shot whenever mass effects done isn't it on pc i don't know no oh. i don't think it is okay but i'm pretty sure that's where i saw it hmm. originally hmm. i have a feeling that steam would have like thrown that in my face this is like hey this is a game you will play steam's so weird about its suggestions for me now it's like because i played because i have age of conan seven days to die mm-hmm. like all they all they recommend now for yeah. me is those games i think it weighs likes and purchases a lot more than time yeah like they should use time spent in the game totally because that's very indicative of what much you like. more telling yeah uh there's also oh yeah player unknowns battleground right or battle royale whatever battle, they want to call it yeah i think it's battleground because they couldn't use battle royale but it's of, effectively trademark skirting going on. yeah right it's uh h1z1's battle royale mode mm-hmm. but new and supposedly better yeah so i'm planning on jumping on that this week too your brother's been playing it my yeah he has uh, but as I say, the best laid plans of mice and men ain't gonna happen. Totes. Gonna try though. Yeah. 
It looks good. Yeah. I, I, I thought the graphics looked really on point. The animations look solid. Yeah, and it supposedly runs pretty well, too. Which is really the most important Which part. H1Z1 chugged along every now and then. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Does it have a similar mechanic where it pushes you to the center of the map? Or? I don't know. I assume so. Yeah, it has to. Yeah. Why? Otherwise, it's everyone would just be, sit in trees. Yeah. It's supposed to be 100 people per game. That's a lot. So That's more than H1Z1. No. Oh. They had up to 160? Oh. 140? That's too many. That's nah, half of them die in the first five minutes. As long as you don't die in the first five minutes, basically. You're good. But yeah. then you can jump right back into another game, so it's not True. a big deal. True. I mean, it's everybody parachutes in. Everybody tries to go for the same buildings. Whoever gets there first mows down everybody else. Yeah. And then <laughs> there was one in that location, so it, <coughs> it evens itself Excuse out. Me. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the goal for this week. But Mass Effect is top priority because I'm really enjoying it. Absolutely, I'm on a jungle planet right now. Yeah, I, I need to go there because I try to do other things, and it's yeah. like you can't. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, whatever. <coughs> you know what's interesting about Pardon. planets in every space game? They're always there's no biodiversity. Each planet on a planet. Yeah, each planet no is one thing. Yeah. It's like, this is the jungle planet. This yeah. is the desert planet. And I think that's just a sci-fi trope, though. You it know? is. It's like Hoth or yeah. Tatooine. But it's something that I've just noticed a lot more sure. playing Andromeda now. It's like, this seems suspicious. It's weird, like, when you look at games like um, Terraria or the, mm-hmm. the Space One, um, which I like. What's the Space One called? Uh, the game in space. Space. Space Aria. Banana. Space Banana. Yep. That's what it is. That's the one. Fuck. Star. Star. Stardew Valley. Crafter. I don't remember. Anyway. Starbound. So you, It is Starbound. Good yeah. job. Wow. We got there eventually. Thank you. Um, I, I just have like trigger words in my head that <laughs> eventually lead me to the right path. Sure. They're like breadcrumbs that are that's gingerly, gingerly attached. That's just, that's just neurons. I guess. But mine don't function. It's like, what's the name of that thing? I don't know. I don't know. Give me some hints. I know. <laughs> exactly. I know I know somewhere in there. I just don't know right now. Yeah. Um, lead me. Yeah, but games like that that are, you know, basically 16-bit games mm-hmm. uh, graphically have diverse biomes. You know, they you're do. rolling around and it's like, hey, I'm in a snowy whatever, and then you go lower and you're like, I'm in a jungle. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems, yeah. Yeah. It's an oversight. I don't, uh, I don't. Mm. Is that what we're, is that how planets work out in space? I guess the question is, does it matter? My question is more, I want. I want to know scientifically if that's how shit works. You know, are there planets that are one biome? I assume so. Well, not even Mars. Mars still has ice caps. Yeah. I mean, they're very low. if it's an uninhabitable planet, sure. Exactly. It's one biome because yeah. everything there's dead or mm-hmm. it's too hot or whatever. But like a habitable planet with an atmosphere, I don't think can be one biome. I don't think so. You got too much going on. You need too many things. But then if you're working... Given the given carbon-based know, life forms. Given what we know, yeah. sure. But even then, like you need things contributing into an atmosphere to make an atmosphere. Yes. Which is diverse. I believe so. I'm not a specialist. Yeah. I but mean, maybe that on, is my assumption. Maybe on this jungle planet, the jungle foliage creates enough <laughs> oxygen to equal the amount that our ocean algae blooms create. Sure. Sure. I'm okay with that. Say that in a fucking snippet. Yeah. And I'm done. All you need is just throw away the lines. Well, that was another thing. Oh, God. What was it? I just forgot. <laughs> Son of a bitch. It was another Mass Effect thing that bothered me that yeah. they didn't explain. God, what was the example? It's hard to write. I mean, it's, it's hard to write from the... It's hard to write 
a oh, character. that's what it was. Okay. I remembered. All right. So it was when you first get to the second planet and you meet the other alien race. Sure. Have you done that yet? No. Okay. When you get there, they're calling you on the call sign yeah. and they're talking some crazy alien language and um, they, you know, it's alien. Yeah. You don't know what it is. You yeah. speak to them in English. They don't know what it is. Yeah. You land and they're like, blah, 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 blah. and then all of a sudden one of them starts speaking English. Yeah. And nobody cares. Yeah. It just happens. It's like a nanite thing or something. They're just like, blah, 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 English time. And then everybody speaks English. Like, literally, all the random civilians that you walk mm-hmm. next to, they're speaking in English about you. Does Sam just translate it for you or something? No. Later on, they're just like, oh, good thing those uh, translator chips started working. But it was like three conversations later after this whole thing on the planet. It's like, how the fuck am I speaking with you guys right now? This that's, makes no sense. That's a little weird. This would have happened immediately. Like, maybe they learned English because, you know, they had some contact with the people at the Nexus for the yeah. years that we haven't been here. Yeah, exiles. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, they would have responded to English, though, because the call signs are kind of important. They would have wanted to know if I was an enemy or not. Right. They would have switched, you know, back and forth as soon as they recognized it. They didn't do that. Okay, so why is this happening? Okay, this guy's speaking English. We're having a normal conversation. Everyone Everybody's speaking English. English. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck just happened? This is a transition that made no sense. Mormons. It just bothered me so much. That's what happened. It was Mormons. <laughs> they didn't have anything gold. They got a wide reach. Gold underpants. Magic underpants. Why not both? It's too heavy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> too heavy for magic. A belt wouldn't even work. Belt would break and then the gold would just land on your feet. It'd be gold plated. You just got plate it. Gold Solid gold land on your feet and like they'd break. If it was plated, it'd be fine. Your feet? Yeah. You just have to have gold armor, but that shit dents. It does dent. It's very heavy. It's not a good armor. Very either. malleable. And just not the best protection overall. No. Very weak against electricity. <laughs> yeah, it's very conductive. Mm-hmm. Um, not good. Mm. Not magnetic though. Uh, maybe sure. I don't think so. I don't know. I remember there was that that movie Kid in King Arthur's Court. Oh, uh-huh. like a really long time ago, yeah. like the old one, yeah, like the original, mm-hmm. and like they were setting up a giant magnet to like beat the enemies of King Arthur, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Cool, take my gold armor," because he's like, "Cool, it won't be magnet, I'll be fine." Uh-huh. And then it pulled him in anyway. He's like, "God damn it!" Because <laughs> it wasn't actually gold; oh. it was just gold colored. Nice. And he was super mad at King Arthur. Perfect. Hilarity ensued. That's pretty good. Teaching chitlins. About the That's properties good for of like gold. A, a movie that must have come out in like the seventies. That's a long time. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. It was old. Anyways, that's all I got. That's all I, I just got. Had to voice that last little thing. There's a lot of little things. I know. But I like the game. I wonder what my opinion would be if there weren't those little things. Well, we'll never know. I think I'd be raving about it. Like saying it's the best game. I don't think so. No. I think without those little things, it's still just an okay game. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. Lack of little things does not a good game make. <sighs> a game has to stand on its own things. If it was Resident Evil 7 and there were all these weird little things, but you still fucking loved it, which which you did. I th- That you, was a game that I loved a lot and hated a lot. Yeah. So I can't, like, I can't gauge that one either. But I, but I'm what I'm saying, I guess, is you have a, a much more, you had a much more positive reception to that game when I, when you I were did. playing it and also when you finished it then you have so far with mass effect hmm i think that's just because resident evil 7 started off really strong yeah absolutely. like that was the best part of the game was the start yeah and i think if it started off in reverse where it started off trash and then ended well yeah i think i would have a much lower lookout on that game sure 
But that's just... But it's the opposite. Yeah. And so here it's like, it seems to be a steady curve upwards, although the slope is slight. Yeah. It's still... Yeah, Mass Effect set the bar super high and then fucking petered out. Yeah. I mean, um, Resident Evil. It did. And then this is doing the the opposite. That one's slope was negative. Negative slope. Mm -hmm. Past the (laughs) x-axis. We're in negative territory. It certainly did drop there at times. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I my it. frame rate also it does not run well on a normal PlayStation. That sucks. Yeah. On the 4.5, there's some flicker textures which are really weird. Yeah. But the game itself runs okay. But during like the cutscenes, you'll look off in the distance and then your ship is like the panels are flashing. The ship does that a lot. It's, just, it's because there's a weird metallic maybe on it. Doesn't and render it correctly. doesn't really work right. It's weird. Like yeah. uh, I don't know. The nose has metallic and then there's like metallic striping mm-hmm. off the nose through the rest of the ship and it. It's dumb. It looks dumb, too. The ship? The metallic. Oh, okay. I was going to say, the design of the ship is really cool. The ship looks just like the Normandy. Like, it's not that different. Oh, good point. It's a little bit more angular. It's like an 80s version of the Normandy. Yeah, yeah. And then they talk about, like, how cool the Normandy is in the... um, They do. Museum, and you can get a model. Oh, do you? Yeah. I skipped that whole thing. It's like, I don't want to listen to all this different dialogue about... Oh, I didn't listen to everything, but... Yeah, I mean, I already know that stuff. Mm-hmm. They do give you like a little backtrack of shit you wouldn't know if you didn't play the other Mass oh, nice. in the Cultural Center, mm-hmm. which is cool. Nice. But, I mean, I know I already know all that. Yeah. I didn't know there'd be this much talking. Right? I forgot how much. And it's good. Like, it's not poorly done or written, but it's like, God, there's so much talking. But I don't want to miss anything talk-wise. Yeah. It's like, hey, I have to talk. I, everyone has, like, six fucking things. And yeah, like, they why do. don't you just have two? That's another thing. The um, <laughs> I tend to start listening to their dialogue, but since the closed captioning pops up so quick, I just read it and then skip. Yeah, I don't have the closed captioning on. Oh, <laughs> another little thing. Yeah. You know what really annoys me about the closed captioning? They show direction. So it's like... Like stage direction? Yeah. It's mm. like, oh, yeah, I did just talk to that guy size and it's just uh, <laughs> that's good though I that should be there for people who it should be an option hear. oh stage direction optional yeah Ugh, i guess i'd rather just have the dialogue rather than okay he yeah. size i'm waiting for it oh there's the side i'm sure that's Got more it. like an efficiency thing like they didn't want to edit sure so much script yeah. but yeah it's just kind of bothersome also sometimes. it was interesting to come across one of the snippets from the vo recording thing what do you mean that they had the open casting thing for. Oh yeah, that was cool. It was cool. That role was deeper than I expected. Much so. I like I like the voice that they chose, but I think that one that I mentioned on the podcast a while ago, uh, when we were talking about the first time, there was yeah. some lady on Twitter that put her a rendition right. in. Mm-hmm. She was really good. I still think she was better than. Oh, what we that's have what happens like. when you have something compared to. Of course. Yeah, but I don't know. Something about her voice just like resonated for me with the role. Deep in your but, plums thinking of how that role is unfolding itself oh i think she might not have been the best choice gotcha as much as i liked her voice and what she did with the part yeah professional voice actors yeah yeah well she was one too i think the one that i linked in the show oh i think she was yeah but anyways Gonna That's go it. play Mass Effect. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you. thank you for listening to The Legend of Things. Um, check us out online, thelegendofthings.com, Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, mm-hmm. Twitch. Oh, yeah. 
and um, leave us a comment, send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Oh, y'all. Tell your friends. Yeah. And um, Or else. <laughs> you don't want to know what that else is. Oh, you're going to know. Going to play Mass Effect on Sean's PS4. Yes. What? Hmm? What? Huh? You're going to play it on my PS4? What happened? You're going to erase my game? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh-uh. All right, everyone. Have a good rest of the week. Thank you for listening to The Legend of Things. Check us out online at thelegendofthings.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash forward slash legend of things. And for the love of all that is good and holy, subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. Until next time, this has been The Legend of Things. Things.